It's time for the Minecraft Podcast, episode 143. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Minecraft Podcast. On this episode, we have Anderzel. We have Good. We Hi. have CoStar. Hello. We've uh, discovered Good's resting face is uh, really pissed off, and so you can tell he's resting working on it. Face. <laughs> was just, his obituary face. Just reading the news. I guess the news is that fucking sad. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. Though. I mean, I've, I've kind of honestly stopped, like on purpose, to read the news. I, I don't want to read it too much. I just get angry and sad every time I read them. Anything. Good's a method Point actor, and this is how he prepares for the podcast: is that he <laughs> things that make him unhappy. I mean, we have to report on the news. People come to this podcast for their leading source of news, information, <laughs> technology. I thought we were a leading source of Audible commercials. Uh, no, they didn't even buy an ad this month. We we sucked so bad at advertising them. Don't even mention their name. We're not getting paid for this. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Chad is uh, killed himself. They're never going to buy another ad now. No. <laughs> Like oh. they're listening. Did you say I killed you myself? They didn't buy ads in. The company who sells the ads are listening. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. You're beautiful. You don't even have to brush your teeth in the morning. You smell the beauty. <laughs> got any toothpaste ads? Uh, got any toothpaste ads? You know, hey, if you got a contact. Never mind. Yeah. What? <laughs> you can't uh, just say. Do the uh, me undies ad because I quite like their underwear. Oh, the me undies ad! I forgot about that. Yeah. It's oh my gosh. Tracker, lady or man? They do you know. uh, ads in L.A. and they're all, they're they're those. I've read about, I've I've read about these types of ads where you have to do an extra step to sort of interact with the ad. So it's like, do you know Jen? Find out more at MeUndies.com. And it's it, or like they'll show like two people that are that are obviously like they look naked, but I know that they're wearing underwear because I know it's a MeUndies ad. And there's a big black bar that says only online MeUndies.com. So it's like it's a, it's an ad that's not an ad until you do the extra step and go to MeUndies. Um Maybe so, we don't want to do ads for them because I don't think um, any of us would fit the bill. <laughs> I don't think we have to model hey, the the hey, underwear. I, I got a big package. So as long as you just <laughs> have that part, like it's all good. It's all good. Instead of the black bar on the underwear, it's the black bar everything else but the underwear. Exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm gonna tell you my secret. It's a rolled up sock. <laughs> this is see we're giving good no, we're giving around though I, I think i'm the first one to come up with it okay <laughs> you I know this is like tips and tricks PhD. sorry uh yeah i don't i don't suspect me undies is gonna be buying an ad anytime soon um <laughs> hey uh i wanted to talk to are you doing i've been i've been checked out of the internet for like two weeks uh, good. Are you doing a survival survivor recap thing this season? Yes. Okay. Because oh, I have like for the actual television show. No. 
Yes. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, yes. Surviving, Surviving Minecraft, Minecraft Island does yeah. have a recap. Actually, I was supposed to release that right now. Oh, this well, now, yeah. okay. Well, yeah. uh, um, I just so want to know what your, what's your thoughts. Jeff is doing a Survivor recap. Right. Jeff is on his own channel. What are your thoughts on this season so far? Oh, I guess just fuck Anderson Co. Because they probably don't watch Survivor. Um, Listen, they didn't put any stories in the docs, so we got no, nothing cool. to talk about when we get to them. So I'm I'm finding okay. stuff to talk about. I see. I'm good. Um, I think that uh, Brain versus Braun. We talked about this last thing. Oh, didn't I guess. We? I guess. Anyway, I think Brains versus Braun versus Beauty is fucking dumb. I've always have thought that format's oh, dumb. But I also think the last episode where they're all collapsing and dying, it's Survivor's own fucking fault. I think it's negligence <laughs> on their behalf, and someone should have sued them. <laughs> okay, good. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, like three contestants basically almost died. It was 120 degrees outside. Every time they do this dig in the sand and find a bag challenge, it takes like a fucking hour. So they know it's going to take that long. They've done it a million times. And they're going to put all these people in the sand digging in 120 degrees temperature and then be like, oh, they're having heat strokes. I can't imagine. Call the (laughs) helicopters. Fuck that. The same thing they, they happened in the, Swedish Survivor every fucking year too, man. I, I think they get off. I think there's someone in like top management sitting in a bush there. Just, yeah, you know what? Watching people. They, they're they're trying to make good sad. television by killing people. Yeah, that's what they're doing. It's bullshit. It's dumb. And it was negligent. The, the sand should have been on a, under an umbrella. If they want to make it part of the challenge, they could have the contestants build an umbrella. Anyways, they should have been in the shade digging in the sand for an hour and people would have been dying of heat stroke. So or or I feel like uh, they should have obviously given them water. <laughs> Everyone said that they were all super dehydrated. Why didn't someone hand them freaking a tube of water? Whatever they have. I mean, they ended up getting water in the end when they all started dying. Yeah. But yeah, it's a little bit too late then. It was also amazing to see once like shit hit the fan, like everyone, like how many crew members there are on Survivor. I mean, it was like a, a city of people just appeared on camera out of nowhere. Just to help of, of all these yeah. people. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we don't need to do, we don't need to talk about Survivor anymore. Sorry. We can, we can bring everybody back in, in the conversation. Yes. This leaked leaked image of the scary Bart Simpson face because that was scary. What's happening? Sorry. What are you doing, Chad? Uh, What's going on? Freaking! I was looking for the internal body temperature of Wes's face on Survivor, and I went to some Entertainment Weekly website that has autoplay video. So, oh yeah, no, he got over 115 degrees, which is like which is like internal body temperature killing you, like. Yeah, like stuff starts to out. shut down. Yeah. Um, so supposedly this image has been leaked. It's in the description of the Nintendo NX controller. Does anyone believe this is the real thing? Discuss. So I go ahead, Co. I was gonna say I think it looks horrendously ugly, so I hope it's not the real thing. But then prototypes could look like whatever and not whatever. Right. Like it's just fucking ugly, though. I mean, it looks like it has a microphone and speakers as well. Uh, so it that could be like an actual gaming device, not just a controller. Like that that blank surface, or, or like that could be a screen, even. Yeah, yeah. 
I could I, see where it could be a real thing for sure. I have a hypothesis on why this is fake. Have you yeah. ever seen a leaked image that looks this good? Every single leaking image is a freaking blurry, teeny tiny, like 420 I mean, by like phone? 240 I mean, JPEG. This image is too good looking. Now cell phone cameras are are you know good enough and widespread enough that we get we get good prototype sneak peeks instead of shitty ones. Maybe. Yeah. They're not old Nokia flip phone shots. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and it's not, I mean, like the desk is all stained. There's dust everywhere. There's um, like, like drink stains on the desk and stuff. It's not like it's like the setup shoot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say that Chad's theory that uh, this is this like professional shot. I don't think it is. It's not a the, professional the, shot. That's not what I'm saying is any, even to any time that I see iPhone leaked stuff, it's the crappiest photos. Like, and this is just like a year ago or a few months ago, like not recent. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel you were like go somewhere else with it, dude. I thought you were going to say like, you know, the, it's a scummy mess. So clearly, that means it's real because you know Nintendo engineers are scummy. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just saying, yeah. No, this isn't like in like a, a white box type of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, it's almost too is, perfect. Okay. In fact, hmm. so if, if it's if it's not a leak, it's basically someone has engineered this this device just for the part purpose of leaking an image of an engineered device that's not actually the thing that's the alternative to me is that like what is the it alternative could be something else yeah it could be something that's like little known maybe like mm-hmm. some sort of homebrew hardware and then someone just took the picture and said oh look it's the nx controller prototype and it just hasn't come out yet or something that it's not but assuming that i it can't is, tell what that oh it says unit two is what the, the, the small sticker says yeah, the other, I mean, it could be a prototype. It's ugly, like everyone said before, which makes me think that it's not the final thing. I mean, it, it looks like a surfboard. It's like a little football or something. The it thing is, so if this is the controller, I don't quite understand it. Like, it's got the two knobby bits that, like, the you're used to. I think, on it, I think you were looking at it upside down, by the way. Yeah, it is upside down. It is well, upside down. Like the cord is not coming out of the bottom; it's coming out of the top. Well, no, there's no, no, a no. there's because, a bumper. There's, there's there's buttons on the top. Yeah, you're right. Don't you see the one button to the left? Oh, is there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. There's a button on the top. Shoulder buttons. It's, it's like yeah. yeah. I mean, that whole thing could be a screen. The thing is, what? Where is the X, Y, A, and B? Is that going to be like a visual thing? If so, I don't like it. Yeah. Could, could be big enough either. The talk is that it would be entirely a touch screen, which I'm not a fan of because I, I got to have tactile input. I have to. There's got to be a button. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I assume like, that those are joysticks. Be it could be on, on, on the bottom too, too, though. Like, you never know. Ugh. Hmm. Those are joysticks, like right? Uh, that could actually, you could like, get used to that. I don't know. That'd, that'd be different. And they don't for doing yeah, different shit. Really so you're joysticking over here. Where do you get your leverage from for pushing on the joysticks if you're trying to yeah buttons on the back? Yeah. Unless it's going to have handles. Like I could, you could hold it and I guess do this, but that still feels like, I don't know, man. It's weird. Yeah. 
I could get. When I could is the uh, is E three going to be the announcement? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what so we don't say. They're discontinuing uh, the the Wii U. Um, they actually made a per- per- public announcement. They're saying that is not true. Oh, uh, here, hold on. My bad. Nintendo Everything. Several hours ago, Nintendo. It would not be ceasing Wii U production at the end of the year, as some have reported. Oh, okay. Never mind then. My bad. <laughs> But that, that's what everyone had been saying basically until earlier today. So, yeah, I, I think everyone had, was under that same impression. So, yeah, I don't know. That would have seemed a little early uh, mm-hmm. not having anything else lined up. Yeah. But if this, yeah. if this prototype controller is real and they do intend to go with a completely touchscreen controller... Except for the joysticks, I feel like that would be an indication then that Nintendo has kind of abandoned trying to compete with the sort of like hardcore gaming or whatever, so to speak. Because they've been I mean, away from that for a while anyway. I would imagine there'd still be things like the Pro Controller that would exist. Don't, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, kind of like how they they still release the new Smash Bros. They had the Wii mode and they had the the big tablet thing. Although the tablet thing did, I mean, on either end, it felt kind of like a normal normal controller. It's just so big to me. It's too big. You're talking about the Wii U tablet, right? Yes. Yeah. That was always in my complaint. But yeah, if they want to keep the screen aspect, then they have this whole controller. I mean, this could be really cool if the whole thing is a screen. It could be. It could look really cool. But I don't know how it would look with your fingers on the knobby bits. If it's like a screen that's coming around your thumbs, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Nintendo always does stuff that's uh, kind of completely different from what everyone else is doing. So it might yeah. be the most amazing thing ever. And isn't this supposed to have VR support as well, the NX? <sighs> I'm getting kind of tired of VR. Really? Getting tired of VR already. <laughs> Already, like, unless the games are made for it, it's going to be the biggest fad. It's going to be the biggest fad of like, hey, remember whenever that one year, like, remember 2016 when everyone like released all this VR stuff and then like no one developed any good compelling game for it? It kind of feels like 3D to me, to be honest. Or the connect. at in certain circumstances, like in an arcade, where you can stand on one of those things where you can run at every direction and you can tell if you're like crouching and not. Like it would be cool to like play Battlefield or something like that with that. But other than that, I I, I mean maybe roller coasters or maybe like virtual like fucking go to the museum or something. I guess that could be cool, but not That's actually playing games. The thing that I don't, I guess I don't get is. I've heard what you're saying a lot, Chad, is like it needs some sort of compelling game. But to me, it, it's like it's just another monitor. It's just a different monitor. Like you could be a little bit more immersed. It's kind of like when you have three screens or something and, you know, you have the ability to to play games across multiple screens now. So you can do like if you're playing racing games, you can have your sort of side view if you have multiple monitors yeah, or, or stuff like that. And a VR headset is just the full like, Boom, full visual immersion. 
And beyond that, I don't think anything else I even really care about. I'd probably still play with the mouse and keyboard, but I'd have the ability to go like this. And, you know, that's enough for me. Being able to like be inside of the cockpit of a spaceship, you know, space sim that you're playing, be able to look around at the controls and stuff. And yeah, that would be cool. Inside. Right. I don't think it really needs... I, I just... It's not, to me, it's not like another platform. It's just another way of seeing what we already have. Yeah. It just seems yeah, like... 4K monitors somewhat. Yeah. Up. It just seems like making sure your rig is, is beefy enough to do it and spending an extra... 500 to 700 dollars to make sure that to to get the device it seems like such a big leap i feel like the price is wrong hard hard hardcore gamers will buy it but in not in very big quantities and and the average like lol or dota player or counter-strike player or minecraft player won't really give a shit about VR, to be honest. Uh, they would think, oh, it looks cool, but it's like, why buy it? Like, it's it fun for be, Yeah, hours. it would be a hindrance to those kinds of games. Yeah. Like, how does how does having VR help you play StarCraft 2? Yeah. Yeah. Just get in the way. I mean, the Oculus Rift costs $600. And then... What's what the is, resolution on that, then? Uh, Wasn't it supposed to be 1080? Is it actually 1080? Per, per screen? Yeah. Yeah. That's actually not too bad, though. That's pretty good. Oh yeah, the resolution—they've—they've they've fixed I the whole screen it was way door. lower, like not even 720 per screen. So that's actually pretty okay. I think yeah, the original dev there. kit was really low. Yeah, like yeah. dev kit two was 720. Yeah, it's it's a good screen. Uh, let me look for an HTC Vive. Yeah, anything smaller than 720 is, isn't even worth like looking at, in in my opinion. Well, like, I, would, I would say that it would probably depend on... Because, I mean, you have the screens right up against your eyeballs, right? Yeah, yeah, well, that's, that's exactly what I'm thinking of, too, because, like, yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be would have very pixely. Really high. Yeah, yeah, it's like... It needs to be, like, your phone or, or even, like, tighter, like the pixels. Mm, yeah. Or inch or millimeter or whatever. Like yeah, a retina so, display. And so the Rift is 599, so $600 really. And then the Vive is 799, so 800. So I think that my price that I just said was 500, so I was $100 off. Um I I don't I don't I don't see the normal consumer spending that much money to to have an extra screen experience. Or a, a more immersive screen experience for only well, basically the only games that it's really working for is on the rail games like like the space sim like racing like you know anything where you're seated the vive sort of gives you the the option to walk around a room but i don't think anyone's going to dedicate a room to it and I also don't think that people are going to develop games that really make sense in that environment. You need to make sure that your game is developed for a room experience and not a sit down experience. And I don't think people are going to think that the Vive. I don't think they're going to make compelling content for it. No, I mean, why do you want to develop something that maybe only 100,000 people are going to buy? (laughs) Exactly. That's that's the thing. It's like it's hard enough to sell your games today. Like literally, like AAA developers are having issues getting their money back for the games they make. Uh, a lot to do with themselves, to cramping out shitty games year after year after year and expecting us to pay full price for them when they're really like a DLC 
and hardly even that sometimes broken as all heck and requiring you to pay another 59 or 69 dollars to even get the entire game it's like when when the hell did we start getting like instead of like when we bought games 10 years ago we got the whole game we got the whole car it's like it's ready to drive it's, you don't need to do anything or just drive it nowadays it, it kind of feels like 50% of the games I buy, like, the car is missing an engine, it's, it's, it's missing the exhaust, it's missing the seats and the steering wheel. And if I want to, I can buy them extra. Of course I want to, because otherwise I can't actually experience the car. I mean, it looks good from the outside, but I can't actually go anywhere in my car. It's like, god damn it, man. <laughs> <sighs> this pisses me off. It's like, I hope that... I hope that this is just the early adopter phase. And then we go into, you know, mainstream and, and move on from there. That's what my hope is, because I really, really like VR. But my fear is that it is all just vaporware that it everyone's ex- it's you know just a fad. Yeah, now that, that's what it is, though, man. The it's other th- never going to go big like it is not right now. The other thing is like they're. There's still so many barriers to overcome if you I think what everyone's idea is and and I've talked to um the developers of 3D Sunshine about this a little bit uh who make a a cool VR tool um that you can create stuff in VR um and the idea that most consumers have is oh my gosh we're just a few steps away from the matrix you know like we are almost there like oh wow we figured out the visual thing you know, there's only going to be a few more steps until I could I can like live in virtual reality. Like that's the dream. I know. I, I don't. I guess I'm. You know, I'm. I'm going too extreme with this, but like I don't think people are going. I don't know. I I don't think that everyone agrees or, or has it in their head that like Co. You know, because you've you've been a gamer. You you're informed. You see everything. Yeah. All it's going to be is that extra monitor that is completely immersive it's an immersive monitor but i think that there's a lot of people who who are so excited about this because they think that it's like the next step until complete virtual reality it's probably gonna get to the matrix level kind of stuff sooner or later unless we kill kill ourselves first but honestly like all of us here is gonna be dead before that even happens like People, people don't realize how long it would take to get that kind of technology that could simulate the world. That That's like, you would need a computer the size of my room just to handle the, the raw data for that kind of stuff. It's Well, I think that they, they're assuming that it's going to be like same graphics as we have now, but you're going to have to, quickly, you're going to add touch. Quickly, you're going to add movement where you can walk around with a treadmill or use the Omni or something like that. I think that's what so funny with you when you say like graphics in the context of the matrix. Cause I remember thinking that back when, when the matrix was new, like, Oh, this is supposed to be a computer application, huh? So everything that I saw on the screen, I was thinking about that, like, you know, like a raindrop falling or just anything that you saw. It's like, we have like these really low poly games right now. We're so fucking far from graphics like that. Yeah. yeah, but we still are oh, we? like we are extremely far away from real life graphics. I mean, it might look good on our screen, but remember, like I can take my hand and 
a little close at it and it, it still doesn't get pixelated like do you understand what i mean like we're talking about atoms here that's the resolution we're talking about and like for something to be the matrix like it wouldn't even a computer wouldn't even be able to render my nail completely today like a supercomputer so it's like yeah well, I kind of look at it in the reverse view of that. When we make these things like the Matrix or Lawnmower Man or any other like those, you know, cyberpunk type of futuristic movies, uh, we tend to like way overshoot reality. Like what it would actually be like a real Matrix would be you put a VR headset on and you sit in a video game like Second Life or something like that. Like that's that's your Matrix. There you go. Because we, we wouldn't do, it's kind of like, uh, I was thinking about this with like Google Maps the other day. You know, when that was new, everybody would spend a lot of time on Google Maps because it was so interesting and crazy that they had all this, like the satellite photos and stuff. Oh yeah, I did that too, actually. And I started thinking about, but like movies and TV shows, they would show like this real time camera showing people actually moving and stuff. And the thing is, is like stuff like that just isn't practical. You wouldn't ever need, there's not much need for this real-time view of what's going on on the ground. So instead we have the, pra the pragmatic thing, which is, you know, satellite photos comprising a map. That's how we arrive at Google Maps. So we would not have like a matrix. We would have some other silly VR-based game reality type of deal, which we could do. We could do that soon. If there's people that want that, you kind of get there with a VR headset. At least you feel like you're immersed pretty well. Yeah. You know, I found the whole experience too clunky. Um, I, from the dev kit perspective, you know, I've had the dev kit since for how long has it been now since the first dev kit came out? Has it been two years? At least a year. And um, I don't know. It, I just, I, the, 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 the desire to put this thing on and do anything with it, it's too much of, much of a hassle i guess um to justify the time i don't know maybe maybe i maybe i'm alone in this but like i i never wanted to like deal with putting on the whole headset trying to get the game started like a lot you have to set up you have to make sure you have your little tracker yeah. shit set up which i think they've changed this tracker thing like here's my tracker i mean your daughter yeah. was incredibly cute in that dinosaur video though man so sure sure so i mean i, I guess, guess that makes cute. it all worth it right yeah <laughs> i mean it's it's it, that that's the thing too you know that's that's the only time she's tried it and she hasn't come back asking for more um so you know even from a kid's perspective it was oh, this was kind oh, of oh, terrified the whole cat ever <laughs> yeah i've traumatized her so <laughs> bad goose bad i think this kind of this mirrors a little bit of like early pc gaming like think about how extremely widespread joysticks were in early PC gaming yeah. in terms of like the amount of, there were a lot less gamers in that space, but most of them had joysticks because you yeah. had fight simulators and mech warrior. Yeah. And all these Even I use a joystick. Yeah. Now they're still around, but they're like a novelty because, eh, you know, like good was saying, eh, I got to get out the joystick and hook it up and I got to sit it on my desk. There's no real good place to put it. And I'm only playing it, playing with it for this one fucking game when I could just use the keyboard and mouse anyway. And that's kind of, I think, that feels like where VR is going to end up is that it's like this yeah. novelty thing where it's like, it's really enhancing for racing or space sims or something like that. But like, I can't imagine somebody who's like super serious CSGO player is going to bother putting a fucking oh, God, VR headset would probably be a hindrance. Oh yeah, um, right. 
you know, yeah, yeah it's just a novelty thing. I, I, but looking away from flashes would be good for me, you know, because I always turn my head. <laughs> right, go like that. <laughs> In real life, I would never get flashed. I guess that would be good. Yeah, <laughs> like I think, uh, I think AR is going to bridge the gap a little bit better than VR does, as far as just the common use i think it'd be more because it's a lightweight where some of you can actually oh, see the same as a vr experience sorry. <laughs> 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 sorry uh like a, a just you know something that you're not connected so to speak like i think one of the thing the downfalls to the vive is how clunky the headset is as far as the wires go compared to the rift like Rift still got the wires but it's not for some reason it's just not as many wires and not as heavy it doesn't seem um but when you look at the um the the uh the microsoft hololens um it doesn't even have any wires you know it's wire wireless uh, so you can just wear it around your house um and it's all connected through your wi-fi and bluetooth and stuff um i wouldn't really compare those it, though i mean in terms that? Of, on that front i wouldn't really compare them though because the whole right. uh, yeah no, i'm just saying anywhere I guess, near the I think screen that, right yeah i think there's just going to be it's going to be more accessible to people because I think they're going to focus on business application more. And so it's going to become where it's more widespread. So people might develop more for it, I guess is kind of yeah. my thought process. I agree that I think that like the augmented reality approach is the more, it actually is a little bit more compelling in a way in terms of regular use, because you don't really realize it initially. If someone just tells you, Oh, there's you know this augmented reality headset. But if you start to see like when they were showing, you know, this is what it's like when they have the camera that sort of simulates like this is what the person with the HoloLens is seeing, how it just makes every surface and everything that you're doing accessible. Yeah, that, that's going to be device. way bigger, yeah. way quicker. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking like minority report, like just like screens that aren't even there. Like yeah. you, you can be in your, you can lie down in your sofa and just wear a pair of glasses or have a projector in the ceiling or whatever. And you can literally just like watch movies, do whatever the fuck you want, like press the buttons. Yeah. That was the hardest that, thing to me. That's like, going to be big. Yeah. That's going to be big. Whoever yeah. implements that in a good way, like price worthy first, man, going to make so much money. Yeah. I think the hardest part for me initially accepting like what it is and what it does is like, it's really hard to divorce yourself from the screens, you yeah. know, the desktop. Oh, it, it needs to be, be clear, just as clear and that kind of stuff. That's going to take time, though. Uh, otherwise, you're just going to be able to use it as a button screen, like right. lower the volume on the TV or like lock the front door or whatever, like, you know. Like when I used it, it blew my mind in such a way that I don't think I've ever been this affected as a human being thinking about the possibilities for something like just the, if the field of view is a bit bigger, that's the only, the only problem is the field of view is a little bit small in the HoloLens, but if the field of view was bigger where wherever you looked, you were getting these, the, this virtual or augmented reality instead of just within this, this paper sized box, it would really be just like the, the, the game changer for the human race because manufacturing things like televisions would just be obsolete. It really would. You, all you would need is this, this one thing and you no longer need all these other things, like you don't need alarm clocks, you don't need TVs, just just uh, the, the, just the interaction with your car and stuff would be insane. Like there's so much shit that this can do once it's 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 available. That um, I think it changes the way we manufacture just all kinds of things in our day to day life. So yeah, know. that's yeah. another good example. Is the TV thing is like when I initially realized, oh, this can basically be like 
being able to have any size TV I want. I don't have to buy a 100-inch TV, and put it on my wall, mount it, hang it, worry about it falling off, hooking up all these cables and stuff. I can just wear this thing on my head and seamlessly, I can just like make a TV on the wall that's as big as I want. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Really wild. And you still have the same experience. You still have the same, you feel like you're watching a giant TV without actually <laughs> having I- that kind of stuff is going to be big and going to be very popular, I think, the next 10 to 20 years, to be honest. Like, it's going to be in every first world person's home, to be honest. Yeah. Although, I am a little, like, I would worry a little about some of the existing things that we have becoming completely obsoleted to where they're not even usable anymore. Like, I have a lot of stuff that I really enjoy that requires a television, and There'll I don't be see how bridge over adapters. adapters like, yeah. maybe, I guess. I mean, it would probably be as simple as like you, you know one of those like save save things you just put into your like Nintendo sixty four. Like you literally just plug that in the back, and that takes the signals the Nintendo is sent to the TV, and instead wirelessly send it to your virtual augmented reality device simply. And you can okay. claim for your cart wherever, basically. Right. I, I think there's no input lag. Yeah. None. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, we're in the future. We can, we'll decide it now. There's no input lag. Hey, man, the future brought input lag to the table. That's why <laughs> That's, I'm true. That's true. That's <laughs> true. That's true. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I think AR is also going to be the near future because there's so much that you don't have to compute if you want if 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 ar can determine that this is a glass wow how cool is it in reality it's like it's like it's really here because it is you know right like if as long as ar can compute it and then maybe there's a game that includes a glass you know there's a crappy it's a really crappy uh uh what I'm saying is, is okay. So if uh, take two scenarios, you know, and this is the the dumbest uh, uh, example, but virtual reality wants to put this glass in front of you. In virtual reality, you need to make sure you have a glove that is haptic, you know, that, that can stop and feel the glass and like, does the glass smell? And now we have to invent smell-o-vision. Like, there's all these hurdles in order to just create this stupid glass. But in augmented reality, as long as you have a glass, and as long as a computer can tell that that's a glass, if it needed... Cat, get out of here. If it needed... <laughs> you cat lady, man. Uh, you know that, right? If it needed, you know, to uh, interact with the glass and you just had a glass, bam, you're done. Like, there's, there's no other computing needed other than is this a glass yes yes it's a glass you know i don't i don't that, see the uh, ar focus being on gaming to the same degree as the uh, vr like i think vr it's like what ko was talking about you're suddenly in the spaceship whereas ar i see it like with minecraft as a spectator like watching a uhc using my hololens not playing in the uhd using my hololens you know so um, you only see it as a content consumption tool not a content creation tool basically for the most part i i do think that there will be games games that are developed around it you know um but it suffers from the same problem 
the 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 compulsion I think is going to be to try to do virtual reality style games. Like when he was talking about the glass, I started thinking like, oh, well, you could do like a ball cup thing, right? So you have a real glass, but you have a fake ball, and you just yeah. like try. How many times can you catch the ball? But it's going to be just this. There's no tactile input or feedback with either. So you can only do so much. I mean, with yeah. pole, you can play sort of non-interactive in the tactile sense games, but that bridge that you're, you just can't cross is, yeah. what are you doing? Me? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you, you know, you're saying non-tactile. You, you've, we saw this uh, in the HoloLens demo on screen. <laughs> Whenever he wanted to drag something, he would pinch and then like pull that air i hate that like non-tactile yeah. interaction with stuff is like oh that's, that's the like really impossible bridge like visual if you think about it and i know it's like the yeah, but if you, money if and effort well enough. towards making the headsets for, but really the visual thing is the only thing that we get and, and audio visual and audio is the only ones we get for free the really hard stuff is like how do we do tactile feedback that feels real? How do we make you feel like your whole body, like you're there? We don't have a way of doing that. We can't do stuff like smell, like you said, or taste. You couldn't eat something in virtual reality and have any sort of experience at all. Just like, ah, I'm just miming this. <laughs> no, no, I, th I think it's like a home thing. It's going to be big, like watching things, like, like turning the oven on, locking the front door, unlocking the front door, shutting the blinds, like whatever, like turning the, the TV I mean, on or, or having there's a reason why in the Matrix oh, yeah. they have a giant plug that goes in the back of their fucking spine because that's yeah. the only way you can do it. You yeah. need a plug that just plugs into your brain, replaces your visuals, your smells, your everything. That's the yeah. only Right. You can't you do imagine it like if the computer crashed. Your fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm thinking the Hollands is things like, you know, I'm going to make Ratatouille tonight or something. And like, so I'll like go to the, the cutting board and it right there. pulls up. Yeah. Yeah. It pulls up. Like it shows me on my zucchini where to do the cuts, that sort of shit. Like I don't really yeah. see it as like, I see it as this thing that's going to change the way humans interact with the world, but I don't see it as a PlayStation, I guess. Yeah. So and for me, like, I want on your reality. Yeah. In, in in the the very first uh, demo video thing that Microsoft put out, they showed someone who had broken their pipes were broken, and they put on their fucking HoloLens, and it showed them exactly what pipe fitting they needed and where and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what I'm thinking too. I think that's, that's going to be very big interaction, like more so and more and all kinds of stuff like that. See, I don't see why and it's such a big step it'll make it into gaming is because enough people will own it for its regular use that it will have enough ownership that you can justify developing things on it that will sell. I mean, even if it's yeah. like these little 99 cents. That's, the, apps, way, that's the way all other gaming has developed. It's not that some thing was like forced out there to put games on, but that there were already existing things that games developed onto. I mean, the NES and, and dedicated game consoles obviously were meant only for games they only came to exist after games became a thing that started happening on computers because right. people realized whoa this is something computers can do and the same thing with phones initially phones right. i mean there were some games but it sort of grew over time that hey man phones phones can really do games and now mobile gaming is the biggest thing yeah so yeah that's that's i agree with what you're saying it's like if the hololens becomes something that's like where it becomes everybody's home has a HoloLens or at least one, then you've got a platform. 
and people are gonna develop stuff for it. People are gonna figure out, you know, hey, there's here's a fun game you can do. I mean, yeah. I, I could imagine augmented reality games where there, there's there's I think there's a like what if you were playing a sport and it was able to recognize? What if you said you were playing tag football or something and it could recognize the ball? It could tell who was on what team. It could keep score that kind of thing. Although you probably wouldn't want to wear, yeah. wear a whole lens on your head while you're getting tackled by people. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if they're cheaper in the future, you know, they have the sport version or the or whatever lens. Yeah. Like a baseball right. straight to the eye. <laughs> Comes with its own like jock strap. It lets you know the temperature of your, your testicles if they're still producing sperm. <laughs> <laughs> sperm count. Okay. Good to play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good to play. And when you get home, you better take a break. Your sperm count is low. <laughs> Notifying your friends on Facebook. Oh, I, and also, like once the once the uh, your wife can then spy on that and like, honey, we were trying to get pregnant, and you're still wearing your jock strap way too long at practice today. It's your like, your, your email strap would like to make a tweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Authorize, <laughs> approve, deny, <laughs> deny. Oh, sh- god, crap! I hit it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> stupid non-tactile feedback doesn't know where my finger is. Um, and then once the resolution gets good enough, you, there you could always just have a virtual screen and then game that way. You know, that's true. So sure. All right, great conversation. Moving on. I guess so. This was pulled from someone in the questions, but I thought that it was something that was more of a discussion story than it was uh, an ask crack. So uh, the question read: My question is, with the whole FBI Apple privacy issue, if third party, if a third party company can break the phone without, wouldn't this cause even more privacy concerns than if Apple just did it? Why is a third party company now legally allowed to break? phones for the fbi i understand that so uh this all goes back to uh, the fbi asked apple to create software to break into a phone from the uh uh from the terrorist attack uh earlier um and that apple refused and then the fbi rescinded that because someone's basically after all this stuff i think i can i think i can explain it better actually the deal is that the FBI wants into this phone, but they also want into about 160 other phones. That's so they want a master key that can open all iPhones. They don't just want into this one, they want to get into every single one. And the thing is, FBI are a bunch of fucking nitwits. So anyone else, China, Russia, would easily be able to get this master key if Apple would make it or anyone else would make it. And literally your personal information would be up to the highest bidder in the world. And if you agree that the FBI should get their way, you're basically just, I wouldn't say an idiot. You're just, you just simply don't know the subject because like Apple has said, they will unlock this phone for them, but the the FBI wants a master key for all phones, all of your iPhones. That's why I don't have iPhone also, by the way. Yeah. The thing is, is that they'd be creating, it's, it's like they're asking if there's a hundred gates you want to unlock, every single one of those gates requires a unique key and couldn't be opened otherwise. Yeah. 
they're asking them to make a key that will open all 100 of those gates. But the thing is, to create that key, you have to create the method that takes that key and it has to be on every gate. Yeah, not just right. 100. It has to go on to every single gate ever. And then if anybody ever exploits that, all your gates are open. Yeah, but that's every what the FBI want to do. They want to exploit it. They want to have this monster key that they can use on every right. single phone they want to open in the future, uh, like without having to ask anybody. Because Apple have said, yeah, we will open this phone for you because obviously you need to have it open. But the FBI said, no, that's not good enough. We want you to make it so we can open all the phones. Or yeah, we want you to build it into iOS. They're trying to fool dumb people or, or ignorant people to technology, so so they will support the FBI. The FBI is like, oh, scary terrorist. Uh, we have to open phone. Uh, American public say boo Apple and yay FBI for protecting you from scary <laughs> terrorists. The scary guy is the FBI and the CIA, and <laughs> more scary is everyone else behind them that also want to open your phone. Yeah. So I think so this this has happened before too with the what's uh I don't know I don't remember what his name is, a politician in the UK who um wanted to I think he wanted to make encryption illegal or something. Yeah. Really dumb. Like they don't understand that these are like fundamental things. Yeah. For banks to work, for the internet to work, for anything to work online, this th- yeah. these things have to be there. Otherwise, my 12-year-old cousin could fucking rape your bank account and your iPhone in 10 minutes. Like, that's, that's how bad it is. Like, you I also don't, don't think people understand that, like, just by saying, okay, all consumer electronics can't have encryption or, you know, such and such, that encryption just goes oh, away. Shit. It's still, it's just math. Like, people yeah, could re-encrypt math. stuff. Like, it's not impossible. So what you're really doing is taking away encryption from the public and giving it only to people who are smart enough and dedicated enough to encrypt things like bad guys. It's kind of like the gun stuff. Yeah. So uh, now what I think it was force uh, FMD was asking also is how is this any, any better is, is, you know, why, why is a third party who's not Apple unlocking the phone any better than Apple giving the FBI access. No, it's worse. It's worse. Well, I, mean, it's worse I don't think it is. Would, would do that. No, no, it is, man. It is. It's bad. Third I mean, party companies. Here's the thing: is once you get physical here and saying no, we're not going to jeopardize our millions of users around the world's privacy just so you can get into this phone when we already said we're going to unlock this phone for you. You don't need a master key, but they want a master key. That's the thing, and they're using this terrorist thing but, as as their thing but going to a third party to unlock this specific phone gets rid of that master key aspect so that's why it's better no 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 no, no, no. apple already said they would unlock that yeah. one on the phone but i so, actually so don't, don't know if they did a third party for anything more than to get a master key there and if this third the party FBI doesn't want to go key, to apple apple almost yeah apple doesn't want to go to them every time although i think chad's right in that this is not a like a master keyhole provided by Apple into all iPhones. Only they can do that. The third party can't make all iPhones yeah. vulnerable. Exactly. From the top down, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Right. They're just cracking it. Mm. They're cracking it. See, the thing is, is once you get physical access to a device, like once you have the device in your hand, it's basically broken. Like you, you, 
you could do so much to a device if it's physically there that you can't do like over the internet or, or if you don't actually have phys- physical access. So I think what with Apple saying no to this, that gives them the option to basically, you know, you can't access all, all these devices everywhere in the world. You have to have, you know, physical access by a third party, which is fine. The difference being that if, if Apple agreed to do what the FBI wanted, they'd have to push that to every phone. Exactly. If yeah. they did exactly what the FBI wanted them to do, it'd be pushed to all phones and then all phones would be vulnerable. So any outcome except for that is better, but still very, very bad. Mm. <laughs> the so thing is, I, people, you know. third parties have been able to break into phones for a while. Like yeah, that's but how, the phone, but, but not all the phones. That's right, the thing. but this third party isn't breaking into everyone's phone. They're breaking into that phone. Yeah, well, but, but the thing is, is, is whether Apple, or not Apple will fire thing. back. Will yeah. will Apple learn what the vulnerability was cr- that they mm-hmm. created and then update the operating system to prevent it? Because they'll have to if it becomes something that's out there and people other than the FBI and this company get to use it. Although I'd have I'd be happy to see them do it just to prevent the FBI alone from being able to do it. <laughs> I, I don't I don't either I'm misunderstanding this or you guys are misunderstanding this because like the Apple already said they would happily open I don't think this, they did this this terrorist yeah, no they wrong. did they did they did they said they op- they will they will unlock them and give give them all of the data inside that one phone from the terrorist but the FBI wants the master key to all the phones in the entire world. I accept that. So I accept still, that. yeah. Even and if that's what true. What I'm saying is, is that only Apple can do it from a top-down perspective. A third-party yeah. company can't force an, an update into your phone that gives this master accessibility. Yeah. If Apple did it, every iPhone would have ma- this master access sort of thing. So I'm only saying in that sense, is it better? Right. That's yeah. all so saying. even if even if it's true that Apple said we'll do this one phone, but we're not going to do all phones, still giving it to a third party is the same thing. They're only going to do it to that one phone. So that's yeah, why I, hope I think so. it's better. I hope so. Uh, because, I mean, they there can. might always be a backdoor sure. already, but no one is good enough outside Apple or maybe just a few people outside Apple to, to get at that. Because this is the thing, like, if you're good enough, I mean, like we we never see the the actual like real hackers when we get DDoSed or whatever or hacked. Like these these are not like skilled skilled people. These are kids with scripts that they buy or, or like limited knowledge. The actual real hackers, like fuck man, like my entire life would be ruined if they if they just wanted it in like thirty minutes. Like they would erase me from all records. Like all bank accounts would be shut down and emptied. Like. <laughs> Everything, like even my 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 own apartment, would be not even mine anymore. Like literally, unless there's an actual paper signed and safe in a safe somewhere. Like that's how good these people are, and they can fuck the FBI also. So I I, I don't understand. I just found an article written yesterday about the uh, third party, and it does still say that Apple is still refusing to cooperate with FBI to unlock this phone or or create software that allows a backdoor on all iPhones. So yeah, that uh, Apple has never agreed to unlocking this phone, Anders. No, no, they, they have. I'm sure about it. I'm sure they've agreed to unlock one phone. I'm, I'm, I, might be, I might be mistaken. This article from yesterday sure. that is the latest update says that they have still uh, still completely said they would not unlock this phone. And I, <laughs> I, I've been following this since the beginning too. And at no point did I ever see Apple agree to unlock the phone. I think you have to find some kind of proof because you've got you're three against one right now as far hmm. as us remembering. 
hearing what uh, Apple said they yeah, would. I might, do. I might be mistaken then. The, the other thing I, is what I what I would be confused about with this third party is I don't see what they're going to be creating that doesn't already exist out there. Like Apple's in a unique position to do something like that because they know their systems and they know they can change them without having to break in or backwards engineer or any other thing like that that everybody else out there that cracks into phones has to do. So this third party company has to do that too. I just feel like they can't do anywhere near. I'm not saying it's not bad. I don't. I personally don't want FBI to be able to get in anybody's phone. Bar none. Yeah. Um, but the, I don't see what they can do that's going to be any worse than anything anybody else could possibly do out there. It's it's so vague the way this is all worded. It says an outside party came forward over the weekend and showed the FBI a possible method, but we need further testing to determine whether or not it's a viable method that will not compromise the data on Farouk's phone. If the, the thing is, viable, is, it should eliminate the need for assistance from Apple. Right. Once you have physical access to the dev- the device, there's so much you can do. If you you know you you've had those things where it's like you can jailbreak your phone with one button. I mean, it's not the same. Yeah. And we're not talking about the same sort of thing because you need to be in the device to jailbreak a phone. You need to have a password to, to jailbreak. No, a phone. no, but, but if you have but physical, look, if, if you, you have, have physical, physical access, like yeah, there house, are vulnerabilities. In hardware, software, in a in a you know something that you could take Honestly, advantage of, should easily be able to do it themselves too. Is if these guys actually have the ability to do this, they should really get in the business of helping people who've locked themselves out of their fucking phone because Apple can't get them in. So they'd be making a grip of money if they could get people into their fucking locked phones. So I don't I don't know how much hope the FBI is really going to have here with this undisclosed third party. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's possible. I mean, the thing is, is also it's possible for a few times. It's it could be just like good said is you found this one vulnerability. You do it. Apple's alerted of it. Now it's gone forever. Like there's super specialized forensic teams that I think could get into this phone uh, once or twice until, you know, something gets changed. Well, or, as long as it doesn't get updated, just don't update for anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You keep trying forever at that rate, as long as you can keep giving it power. Yeah. Okay, moving Apple is on. doing the right thing, though. Just, just want to end with that. I mean, Definitely even though the AI makes it look like they're supporting terrorists, they're not. They're protecting all of you people out there that have an iPhone. That's the thing, that's the thing we, that people forget, is that yeah. you're giving it, to do something like this, you're giving up your own freedom in exchange for maybe somebody gets put in jail. Yeah. That, you want to give up your freedom, your privacy. I mean, they already know he's a terrorist, for God's sakes. They, they, they <laughs> think they might be able to find his friends, but I mean, they should be able to find his friends anyways. Like, that's yeah. the thing. They're, they're just trying to take more freedom away from you. And this is something I'm pretty pissed off about. Like, obviously, you Americans are nice, but your government fucking spies on other governments. Like, and don't give a shit. Like, and allies too, like Germany, for example. Like they tap their phones, they tap our phones. Like obviously, they don't give a fuck about me, but Swedish politicians' phones, like the Sapo, the Swedish like CIA or FBI, like they they've been like listened into and spied on as well. It's like, okay, I, we thought we were friends. Why are you listening to us in the back? Who knows? Because Anders, also, like, Anders, you're you're forgetting something. <laughs> we're number one. We're number one. We're number one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, and and Anders touched on it really quickly, but it's like once you give the United States this option, 
it's like, oh, yeah, well, a big government decided that uh, there's this backdoor. OK, OK, well, only only big governments. Well, what other big government? Russia, China, like you give every big government the option to backdoor into anyone's phone. Like it, it doesn't you don't have some it big arm. It, yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't stop. stop Once either. you open it's, it's that gonna gate leak from the government, it's going to get in hands of people that are even, even if less. it doesn't I mean, leak. No it, offense again to Americans, but I don't trust your government longer right. further than I can throw a fucking cat. Even if you like, trusted the U.S. They, government, they, they let's take say me out in the woods and shoot me in the right. back of the head if it was good for them. The first chance they got like they, they don't give a fuck. Under, even just under, as, yeah, not whatever. as bad as Russia and China, maybe, but they're not far away from it. Like. They will trample on your rights every chance they get. And that's why I'm so happy you guys have a lot of guns. So if, if they go too far, <laughs> you guys can take your guns and say no. They're like, no, because <laughs> we have no guns in Sweden. So if our government does that, like we're helpless, basically. We're screwed. We're going to have to ask the Russians for help or something. That, that ain't good. <laughs> uh, what is this link that you put in this doc, uh, Anders? Swedish people. No, no, I, I just, I just, that was just a funny thing. Like how Swedish people <laughs> wait at the bus. Everyone is like 10 feet away from each other because we like personal space. It was more like a joke thing that we shouldn't actually talk <laughs> I've about. I've seen this before. Is that, is that really how it is? Yeah, it's extremely common. It's extremely common. Like, like That's fucking Sweden, weird, man. We like our private space, man. Uh, it's extremely important. But you like, can stand closer than fucking 10 feet between each other to wait this is not how you queue this is i don't even know what this is if if there's room people will stand like that if there's no room we will stand close to each other and what the hell would you guys do in india or something you'd lose your mind trying to get on a train and dude i i get like anxiety from like going to conventions and shit but especially like when it's so (laughs) thick with people i can't move freely i'm like oh fuck me man this is awful like please let let me go that way or that way don't don't force me to stay like oh it it, like creeps in my body if you know what i mean because like we have a lot of space up here (laughs) but you uh... like texas sized with 10 million people in it they're going to the bathroom in sweden is great they probably have masters of the uh, urinal spacing that's the weird thing yeah. though like we we have usually it's like 50 percent urinals and 50 percent like stalls right uh, so like it's okay i guess but i, I would prefer it with all stalls as well <laughs> private space maybe. that's why it is everywhere the, yeah. the worst though is when you have like a huge wall of urinals you're by yourself and then the nightmare scenario happens of where the guy comes like right next to you <laughs> Like, dude, what I don't, why do people do that? That is so creepy. <laughs> why do you sit so next to me when I got my fucking John Hancock out? God damn it. That's what you spawn uh, with? Um, so when we were at Disney, me and Pyro, we, we, we go into the fucking bathroom and there wasn't a line or anything. We both get into the, we both go into urinals and Pyro, of course, gets through the one right fucking beside me, whatever. And Pyro's sitting there talking to me too, right? And I'm like, <laughs> could you not? Basically, and I finally go, could you not speak right now? I'm trying to pee. And meanwhile, this line of people had formed behind us. And this motherfucker behind me starts going, all right, ladies, hurry it up, lady. <laughs> oh, that's the And so finally, I was just like, I, turned around, I was like, you know what? Fuck you. And I walked out. I never did pee. No. Anyway. <laughs> No, that's happened to me too bad. I have a like when I get going, it's all good. But like until I get going, like fuck, man. If someone puts pressure on me like that, I'm like, dude, I'm never gonna be able to go now. It's like okay, it's a stall, man. Yeah. It's a stall. It's like, and I walk out of the stall, out of the bathroom, and I, I I look at Seth and everyone. I'm like, this fucking asshole in the fucking bathroom. And Seth's like, dude, you can't say fuck. There's kids. 
so that's how that whole conversation. I didn't even get to complain about. It. I was like, okay, all right. So, I found the name of the company. It's the Celebrite in Israel that's going to unlock this phone. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. A country smack in the middle of the. Yeah. That's I mean, that's good. why. That's, that's good. That's probably. They if, have if the tech. Some, if there's some engineers that could do it, they'd be from Israel, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, okay. Moving on to Ask Crack. You sent in questions. We will try our best to answer them. Good. You are up first. Uh, this is from Extreme crafter and he wants to know as a team where would you guys go for a vacation i don't know Not if that's sweet. as this as I, I like this to team speak or, to people you know kind of face to face at least within 10 feet of each other no when you are speaking to but it's to avoid like having conversation with random strangers otherwise someone's gonna be oh the weather is nice today and then you have to fucking make small talk like we don't have time with small talk we work a lot man we're stressed people okay so this says as a team. So like the four of us. I, I couldn't. I couldn't I decide. So. Four of us or uh, yeah, the whole group of Minecraft. Minecraft. Come on, man. Some way harder. Where that's Band. this has already been like an hour. Come on. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it takes forever to figure everybody out. Yeah. No. I think we should just go somewhere that it's warm and sunny, and there's water that's mostly clear. The Bahamas. And, and internet. Yeah, sure. And internet. And yes. internet. The Bahamas on the Google you know, Fiber node. Why is it? Every fucking vacation place has no internet. Why is that? Like, you cannot find a hotel with good internet. There is no such thing. Like, whenever we were at PAX South last year, Marriott had this big booth, and I kept wanting to do this interview with him, and that was going to be my first thing, was like, so, oh, no, wait, was it TwitchCon? Anyways, it was some fun convention where it's like they're trying to pump, like, push, like, internet and gaming and all this, and I wanted to be like, so are you saying your hotel now has internet? that's capable of gaming or watching Twitch because they kept saying how they're partnering with Twitch. And I, I damn, I know you cannot stream to or probably even watch a Twitch stream from any hotel in this country because no one has internet. Where the fuck is the internet? And why is it nowhere except people's homes? Yeah. America. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like, it, we don't, I think that it, like in terms of um, people considering internet to be an important thing, it's not widespread. People see it, uh, people who don't use the internet very much see it as like some just thing like less than cable TV or something like some novelty and they don't, they don't see that. It's like very important. Like business yeah. internet here is a joke. I don't understand the business internet that they sell to consumers, I guess is like really slow. <laughs> In Sweden, it's the opposite way. Like if you get business like 40, you get it unlimited instead of just like one terabyte of that a month. So I used that and used like six terabytes for, for streaming until I got my, my, my fiber, of course. You would think that because hotels are so important in business, because business people travel all over the place, that they would care more about internet because internet is a very business important yeah but you, you don't need good internet to like right. send emails check emails like that's the that's the deal though. like you need good internet to well, watch youtube that's to what i mean by people not understanding kind of yeah like if you're yeah. a programmer and you need to oh i'm gonna do an update on the project uh it's pulling it down yeah oh fuck it's gotta ten pull down later. more than 10 yeah. megabytes oh god yeah <laughs> yeah well even when you go to a hotel you see the business center it looks like you fucking tripped into the 1990s or something you walk into this business <laughs> like room and it's always a printer that's older than you are Giant a printer. fucking CRT monitor <sighs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 
I was in one business center and I hit print and then I looked for the printer. It's like, oh crap, there's no printer in here. Where did this thing randomly print out? <laughs> I had to go to the front desk and it was like, I think I printed something. And they're like, oh, let me go look. And they walked into the back and they came out. Here's your papers. It was like, okay. They probably charged for them, right? They didn't. They Well, they had, uh, if you printed more than uh, like 10 pages, yeah, they charged charge for it. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It packs prime when you're ready to print something for our panel. And yeah, it was like 25 cents a piece of paper. Like, what the <laughs> what? Are you fucking kidding me? Better not print more than four pages. Otherwise, you already have a dollar. Oh, yeah. 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 I'd say Bahamas. We okay, Let's say this team, yeah. Bahamas, we're all good. Yep. <laughs> Coast Bahamas like, with good internet. With as good. long as there's some internet wherever, wherever we end up. Okay. I'm good. I'm good with like. Maybe we should just go to the Google campus. Instead. I, I, was, I just want to get drunk, get a tan, swim some, and enjoy the sun, to be honest. You should have come to Florida. You would have been able to do yeah, all this thing. Fuck, man. Fucking IRS. Otherwise, I would have come. I was so fucking jelly, like watching all of your tweets. I, I was like, I hope these happy motherfuckers get run over by bus or a train or something. God Jesus damn. Christ. Yeah, no, man, I, I was so jealous, man. I was, I was so yeah. salty. I was like, I should have fucking. That should have been Once me. Once us get hit by a bus, we better switch to Sweden spacing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only one person gets hit by the yeah. bus. <laughs> oh, uh, next question: What is your favorite type of transport? Do you like to walk, or do you like planes, trains, cars, bikes, and buses? From Plutonium Shop. Buses today. I don't What's know. Going on? Who likes buses? <laughs> You know, I think that this question obviously came from someone that because they think that America has public transportation, then they're they're wrong. It's something that's very rare unless you're in a big city and, you know, then there's not any. Like if I wanted, you know, anywhere in Europe, you can walk or anywhere in like London or most of Europe, you can go yeah, somewhere fairly close by and get on a train or a bus to a train. Yeah. I don't even know if I could get a cab here at my house. <laughs> um, whenever I needed a ride to an airport once, it was this long process, and I still had to prepay a hundred dollars in cash to get him to come and see Wow, so, dude, I, like, I can call the day before and like say I need a pickup at four in the morning, and they're like, "Okay, well, what's your name in and a address? Situation. And, and what time do you want it?" And boom, they're on time the next day. Yeah, but, but you know, your country because. is like the size of my town. Yeah, right. So, yeah. like, America, yeah, like the United States is really, really, really huge. So you can't really compare it huge. to. Europe, yeah. there's a lot of countries that are all independently and kind of close together. And you're like 10, 20 years behind a lot of the countries up here where I live. Like, like honestly, like, no offense now, but you are. Like, I do think that some what does of that, that mean? Though, behind what? Infrastructure. Like, I, like, all our I infrastructure is like, like new compared to all your like 200 year old like aqueducts and stuff. It's like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, so Spain isn't like that super cool and advanced in Europe. I would say you guys are like the Spain or something. I don't know. I don't understand I where you're like basing that off I feel of. like I'm digging a grave for myself. <laughs> I like don't that. understand like, where you get well, your information. We, do, we do have these things, though, in metro areas. Like here, I can get an Uber, a taxi, a train, a bus, a plane, like whatever I want at any time of day, basically, anywhere here. But it's a metro area where everything's up to date. Things are happening. There's people and we give a shit. Yeah, but it's the same with the internet too. It's just too spread out everything there, right? Right, yeah. Sure. It's just that, too that's damn standard our, our, our uh, fiber network for yeah. the 
countries that we have too much area to cover. So that's why we feel, can't have like South Korea. You, you started late though. Like here in Sweden, that's we started laying fiber like 15 years ago. Like literally, like all the big cities already started getting well, fiber. We, we gave the telephone companies like two billion dollars to do that. Yeah, and they said, and like, they went, "Fuck you." <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, there's, there's kind uh, of we're two just issues. Raise the prices here as well, and we're gonna give you a shitty speed. Like, man, I hate your internet providers. I every time a viewer tells me about them, I want to like go there person and strangle the so we <laughs> like the vice president or whatever of it. Like, please do. Please do. Yeah. I feel like I would be like a national hero if I did. Oh yeah, uh, it's it's horrible. I feel like there's two issues: is that like one? I feel like we got started early because we laid a lot of fiber, like I almost want to say in like the '80s, and and what? it just didn't get used. Like nobody used it, so oh, they all sold it too early. We so started it was like a waste of money and totally no, no, and it's oh. all like old infrastructure. And uh, that's why we have all these dark fiber networks and that's what Google bought. And that's why Google is implementing fiber networks in select cities because oh. they have the dark fiber that was never used and installed forever ago. I don't, oh, I don't shit. know I the know date about this at all. Uh, I was just, I was just trying to find the date that a lot of fiber was installed because I know that there's My a My favorite big form push. of transportation is fiber. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, so, and also, like, I feel like how cities, when cities were created is a big determining factor factor on public transportation. If you look at New England, all those are really old cities for America. Uh, They're really old cities, and they're really great with public transportation. They're all really close to each other, so you could just take a bus from one to the other. But once you get over to, like, the West Coast... That's not true at all. All the cities are what? super sprawly. What are you talking about? Phoenix is talking? really young. Phoenix is younger than anything probably on the West Coast. Does it have a good tra- like public transportation center system? Yeah, man. Right. We got we got everything. We got light rail. We got we got taxis, buses. We have buses everywhere, man. Well, we Phoenix is like the one thing. Like if I'm thinking about L.A., I I don't like San Francisco's public transportation. Uh, Phoenix is like uh, it's just like LA but cleaner. I I looked at moving to Phoenix for a while. I like Phoenix. Um, yeah, it's really fucking hot though. That's the downside. Yeah, and you look around and it's just desert in every direction. Yeah, oh God, yeah. that's dusty. It sounds like Sweden, but like the opposite. <laughs> My <laughs> favorite. Too far to the other spectrum, if you know what I mean. Yeah, we also have the uh, the rent a bike things too. Yeah. So, like, you can just be, if you're walking downtown. Oh, yeah, like in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. I got those little tiny cars to smart cars that uh, you can. We have a lot of those, yeah. Pick up. Um, Yep. Favorite transportation is a car. (laughs) My favorite would be a self-driving car. Whenever that happens, that'll be my favorite. I guess helicopter is number one. I like trains. Honestly, I like all of the things on the list except buses. I hate buses. Yeah, buses. I use my bed to to travel through time. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part of time. Oh my God, I can't talk. My favorite type of transportation is virtual reality. Okay, Ko, you're up next. Dear Minecrackers, what was your dream job as a child? Have a magical day. Pieta. Pieta. It's Piter. 
Piter. <laughs> Sorry, Peter. Uh, don't everybody answer at once. Go ahead. I mean, you're a kid. You think, you think a lot of stupid shit. Like, I'm going to be a firefighter. I'm going to go to space. I mean, who the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And then you're always pushing the like, you could be a doctor or a lawyer because you could give us lots of money. I, I always thought that I was when I was a kid. And when you draw a lot, people like adults around you are like, you're going to work for Disney. So there was a little while where I was convinced, like, I want to be an animator. I want to work with Disney. And uh, that evolved into the more realistic, like, I'd like to maybe be an animator or a game designer. So I wanted to be a paleontologist. What's that? Uh, You dig up dinosaur bones and stuff. Uh, Ancient, yeah. <clears throat> no, I was a standard stuff like firefighter, cop, uh, what is it, pilot, or, or like astronaut. That was the things I wanted to be like the, the standard stuff, basically. Nothing fancy or special, sadly. And then you like come to the age of like 13, 14, and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's never going to happen <laughs> ever. Even if I try because of the glasses, like the bad vision. Like, yeah, I'm fucked. That always bugged me about. Like once I uh, learned about the requirements for being a pilot, is that yeah. you, it's like once you, if you have to wear glasses, then you can't be a pilot. Yeah, pretty much. Sucks. You know, I was talking to Shree about that because uh, he he wanted to be a pilot, and um, I guess his business is not perfect as well. And I was like, well, glasses and contacts now, like I mean, they're good enough where we can just wear them. And but apparently, it's like something about the way glasses change the way you see things, it's, it's you still can't. Be a pilot, no matter how good your glasses are. What about LASIK? What he was he was saying, I don't. What sir? I said, what about LASIK? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I bet, I bet LASIK would allow it, right? I don't really know. I didn't quite understand. Oh, you mean what he laser was surgery on the eyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that would actually allow you to. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say, I think that would actually weaken the surface of the eyeball. And then when you're flying at, you know, like 5Gs, you're like, no, no, it doesn't work like that. Uh, the, the, <laughs> is actually the, the quickest healing thing on your entire body. And when that heals, it doesn't leave any scars or nothing if it's done correctly. Oh, wow. So it wouldn't actually affect your eye in any way or form, I think. Unless if they fuck it up, you go blind, of course. Yeah, it's like too (laughs) scary. That's the the fear I always had. Otherwise, I would have liked to have laser surgery, actually. But it's so expensive. I used to have like a minor panic attack if I woke up and it was like pitch black or something. Like, is this the moment? Am I blind now? Because I rely so much (laughs) on... No, I never got in that. I never got in that. Hate that thought. But I almost like killed a kid in school, though, that, that... wrecked my glasses i got like a rage fit because like I, I can't see without them and it's so hard to get new ones like where i used to live because like yeah it would take days literally and he, he basically i thought he broke them completely and i almost like you know the thumbs in the eye how <laughs> to do that when other kids and teachers pulled me off like that that kid was so fucking scared of me after that like holy shit he did never touched me or spoke to me again <laughs> and uh, i was honestly a bit like ashamed of it because all of the kids were like no it's you got to build a rep man that's how you protect <laughs> no, no but I, I wasn't that kind of kid though so like hurt <laughs> people or like be mean it's just like i was like watch like, oh, murder. 
stab him in the eyes with the thumbs, like Game of Thrones style. Like I literally were shoving my thumbs into his eyes at that moment. So yeah. you, you established your alpha. I scared myself to be honest, but nothing like that have happened since then. And this is like 15 years ago. Huh. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm like not <laughs> mentally insane or something like that. I hope. <laughs> you, you guys are gonna make Chad go crazy with them. I know. I'm. I'm like my my oh. headphone is like half off, so that if I need to like rip it off, it's uh, only half an ear or just an ear. Forgot about your uh, phobia there. Yeah. No big deal. No big deal. Um. Cool. Moving on. Anderzel, you have a uh, a question. Imagine time travel. Imagine time travel is possible, and you encounter someone that claims he or or she is your you uh, somehow you don't recognize them <laughs> I, I forgot you're more dyslexic than i am <laughs> but but you gave him the longest question. i did i did <laughs> people have done this to me all the time i'm like don't you remember i've uh, read it like three times now I'm like let's i just know i'm sorry wow i'm on the other side of this uh, no, but basically he's asking like, uh, if someone comes and claims they're you and time travel is possible, what would you ask them to make sure that person really is you? And like, mm. I, I don't want to like can't say tell how you I about would... that because then yeah, I could I never. No, you can just say the question. You don't something very. Say the question. You don't have to say the answer. You go with something like you know those uh, those embarrassing moments that you never forget until you're in the shower and then you're just standing there shower and all of a sudden you go like fuck and then you're fine <laughs> one of those because you know you know that future you will also still be doing that probably yeah and that will be uh, like a thing that only you and future you would know about yeah no i would do I'm the same fucking telling you anything like that right yeah now. yeah there's the same thing it's like I, I, i'd be like what is the memory you are never going to forget? That and and I I would know internally. I haven't ever told anyone this memory, you know, and I would be able to convince myself that I was me. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Problem solved. I wouldn't even have to ask the question because if if that was really me, like the other me from the future, <laughs> you'd already know. Tell, They'd tell you immediately. You would know what I would want to know. Like yeah, so I wouldn't even true. have to ask anything. Like, well, because well, we've had this conversation now, so this is yeah. now in yeah, right future us. No, I've actually thought about this before, like watching movies. Even it's like, if anything, they'd come back right now. Oh crap! <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> that would be the moment. <laughs> nope, or, or not? I guess. Only well, Nicole would not. like it's open the help. door and give us That's all. The like, thing, a- though, is that if it's if it's possible during our lifetimes, then. You know, future you would would remember this kind of stuff. Yeah, it, it would be hella expensive though. So if if like future you would come, <laughs> you would know that you fucking made it, man. You're swimming in money and everything else that comes with money. Well, you see, yeah, like maybe, maybe future you, maybe future you is watching this. You know, like however far into the future this is going, bitch. I can't come back. But you know, the time you bring it up, it costs like fucking three thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> exactly. But also, why would you, if you had time travel, why would you go back in time? Because you wouldn't be able to get forward in time unless you brought the machine with you. Like, if you could just Man, transport money. yourself. Money worth so much in the past. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, do a few freaking trades and then peace I've out. A, I've got a billion USD that'll get me a milk here or like Lamborghini <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Just accept these uh, 20, 20, you know, 28 dollars, like, please. I've, I've thought about like, like if I, I want to go back this back. kind of money, you want to go back far enough that you're that you're able to be like king of everyone, but not so far that you're a witch. And also, what like, I enjoy that. technology. Like, like, that would suck. Like, even the 1800s or, like, just, just like, before real guns and stuff happened. Like, <laughs> man, like, like, in the medieval times, I would be a fucking king, man. I would rule Sweden. You'd be I like, like here's some math. For, 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 I would, like, show how the world looks like. I would, like, draw a badly sketched map and shit. I would show how to make, like, pure fucking steel for weapons. Like, man, damn. Yeah, be a god. You'd be yeah. like, listen, three cobblestone and two sticks makes a pit. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Hey, maybe not so much. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe not. I wouldn't open with that. I was like, witch, burn him at the stake. <laughs> right. right. See, <laughs> now, like going to the future ball. with time travel seems, that seems like the worst thing to do. Oh, because, no. so you're you're going to go to the future with some, like immediately whatever time travel method you were, you were using is antiquated in the future, right? So you're sort of, you're going into the future with like a time travel jalopy by comparison to the standards of wherever you went in the future. Yeah, and they would know that you're coming too. So like, right. Well, you'd hope yeah. that they'd remember. It's, yeah, like, there's probably like some kind of a chip in the thing you use. So it would be recorded. So everyone know where everyone goes. So no one goes back and like shoots Hitler or whatever weird stuff. What would it be like if somebody from the Victorian period showed up like now <laughs> They had somehow made a time machine. But like, that'd, that'd be, be so little... cool for that person. I don't understand how that'd be bad. Like, they'd be like, but wouldn't we oh, all kind of they like laugh they at that? Just fit in. Yeah. Like, you would auto, uh, instantly know this person is out of their element. You would probably think they're crazy. And then you would well, lock right. them away. Yeah. They've probably yeah. been here. I mean, just just 500 years ago the english you guys and me speak wouldn't be something you would be able to use to speak to people that speak english either yeah, and a thousand years back it's so incoherent it sounds like greek english like actual what was called english so it's like same thing goes for swedish even like and the scandinavian languages so it's like if you get, only go back a couple of hundred of years it's going to be hard to communicate 500 years it's going to be almost impossible it's going to take some time to learn and a thousand years you're going to have to learn a whole new language because what you think is english isn't even english anymore like one word might be similar basically yeah but if you would go back a thousand years i mean hell just just like knowing how to make better steel by adding carbon or or like something like that would be huge everyone else's swords would break on your warrior swords it's, it would be like what the fuck are these guys gods what are they made of like you make ring as it's called like um, uh, you know like the uh, the little lockets of metal that that hatch together oh, man i don't remember what it's called in english but it's like it's like a chain chain mail chain mail yeah because like, that would be impenetrable to to those kinds of weapons you're gonna like, still have the same I issues think- with language though yeah yeah that's the problem that's the big but, problem <laughs> but as long as you know how to do that kind of stuff and know how to make like pulleys and better rope like better ships that are streamlined better sails by, by making machines that can weave a fabric for you like just I mean, come back so make sure that you have common. like yeah. just this little wiping cough 
would take like someone fucking weeks or months to weave like uh, 200 years ago, 300 years ago. Like now it takes a machine like 10 seconds like that. It's like yeah, so many things we take for, for granted. It was just like a pain in the, Just making a, a spoon, for God's sakes, would take you hours. We go out and buy them, like in, in hundreds, easily. Like no work whatsoever. It's just it's crazy. Yeah, the language thing makes me uh, think of the beginning of Idiocracy. Yeah. Yeah, there. that movie is so good. I, I think about Trump, uh, Trump every time I see the, the, the big <laughs> big president, uh, the, the muscly guy. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, the future America, right here if Trump wins. <laughs> <laughs> I just wonder if, if it would work like that if we went back in time and talked the way we do now, that they would think that we sounded like retarded. It, yeah, yeah, they would, I think. Like we're just speaking with slang only or something. <laughs> you, you would have to say that you're like, you're, you're from another part of the world or something simply. And, and just say that, yeah, I come from this faraway country. It took me years to travel here. And during the time I tried to learn your language, obviously some isn't good enough, you know, just to not get burnt as a witch or marked as a fucking idiot. Food. <laughs> 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 it's like, he's talking gibberish. No one understands him. He thinks he talks English, but no. Nah. <laughs> mm. I think that about does it for the podcast thanks so much for watching if you want to submit your questions mindcracklp.com slash podcast is the place to do that you can also see all the old episodes there and also links to subscribe on iTunes or YouTube uh, thanks everyone for watching and listening to the podcast thanks Anders for being on thank you so much Thank you for having me, as always. No problem, no problem. And uh, we will see you guys next time on the podcast. Bye! Bye-bye. See ya. Okay.